Hey, Anna. Hey, Grace. Welcome, Welcome to Lunita Podcast. On Lunita Podcast, we have episodes every week to correspond with the lunar cycle and discuss different spiritual topics. This is a podcast for people who are interested in spirituality but may not know too much. And on this episode, we discuss the new moon in Taurus as well as star seeds and how to know if you are one. So, thanks for joining and enjoy the episode. tired these days yeah we're both tired today oh. and it's kind of raining outside so we're this might turn into like a meditative yeah exactly <laughs> med- we apologize yeah. already i hope and we're so, not gonna fall asleep but you know what makes me really happy is that we have our lunita mugs back yes we have back because we can finally use them when the weather is a bit uh, off yeah then it's a good way to feel warm and cozy i do i just feel weird to drink it with like ice cubes and stuff yeah and these are like super thick mugs too i wish that like i want to do glass working or something because that would be so cool to make your own glasses yeah but the little like things of fire always freak me out yeah it is also a bit freaky yeah um but yes today we're going to speak about um a few things but first we always start out with the moon um because the moon we love the moon the moon is a symbol of our emotional state how we're feeling and how we are when we in surroundings where we feel safe or where we feel at home and then we have the new moon mm-hmm. coming up my favorite yeah it's your favorite yeah how come i've decided um because i always feel so good in the new moon yeah yeah i feel energized and it's i think it's very opposite to how everyone else feels yeah because new moon is a time of like it's like the winter it's like the death exactly um but i always am like wow <laughs> like <laughs> excited and like feel really vibrant during okay. the new moon so you feel like you want to go out and socialize and yes and it's different than the energy of the full moon which is chaotic and yeah. it's still high energy and high vibrational but it's a lot of times like chaotic and stressful and negative mm-hmm. negative high energy Whereas the new moon is positive higher energy for okay. me. Okay. So when do you feel low energy? Um, I actually feel low energy in the waning moon right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But yeah. maybe that's just this week. I mean, full moon. Yeah. I mean, full moon, I'm like high energy, but like I don't want to socialize at all. Okay. But maybe in the waning and waxing moon, it's kind of like, you know how I say it's just like living life. Yeah. Those I'm not as like high vibrational. No, yeah. I think I feel a little bit similar as, as you actually. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's funny because I also find the new moon very positive. Yeah, it's nice. Also because you set intentions, so it's like you set mm. goals, you make plans. Definitely more optimistic. Yeah, it's very optimistic. Yeah. Whereas full moon is like, what's not working? Yeah. Like why yeah, exactly. did this like, month suck? Enough. You know, yeah. enough. I want it out. You know, it's yeah. like it's a bit negative. It's a bit negative. Yeah. Hmm. I'm more chaotic. New moon girls. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. But I want to know about this new moon. Yeah. So in general, the the new moon is when the moon is conjuncting with the sun, and therefore you, you it's not visible on the night sky. Yeah. Uh, because it's not reflected by the sun, uh, the light of the sun. 
And at the same time, so the moon is, is dark and it's very normal also to feel lower energy at this time. This mm-hmm. is the beginning of a new cycle. And this is therefore a great time to set plans and mm-hmm. to make plans for the coming cycle, but with you being in a relaxed state, a state of non-action. Okay. Right, right, right. Like you're not seizing your goals yet. You're just kind of planting the seeds. You're planting the seeds, yeah. Uh, planting the seeds, making the goals, but without uh, reaching them, right. without reaching out to them. So yeah. it's a state of of not being so action-minded, more receiving in a way. More, this is very feminine time, mm-hmm. I think, of the moon. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, full moon is so masculine for me. Full moon is it's masculine. like ah, yeah. And the waxing moon is masculine too. Because mm. it's like now it's time to do the work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then. The full moon should be like the celebration and the harvest. Yeah. But uh, it's it can like, be more like cutting, ah, you know, ah, it's yeah. too much out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we have the moon in Taurus. Woohoo! Of course. It has I'm to moon be in Taurus. Do you have moon in Taurus? Yeah. Yes, of course. Yippee. Yeah. So how do you like your moon in Taurus? I like my moon. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I, I just feel... I think... Okay, this is what I think. I think... <laughs> That my fiery Sag is more balanced with my Taurus moon. Okay. And I feel really aligned with my, my Sagittarius sun. Mm-hmm. I love being a Sagittarius sun. But mm-hmm. I also know that my Taurus moon just kind of like grounds me and brings me back mm-hmm. to earth. Yeah, exactly. It brings you back yeah. home. Yeah. yeah, that's a very good, you know, very good balance. Mm-hmm. And also, as you see, I feel like always you're home, and when yeah. you're home, it's always yeah. balanced, it's always grounded. Yeah. And this is nice. And because Taurus is an earth mm-hmm. sign, so it loves to ground. Yeah. And I think during this time, we all want to ground mm. our more emotional self. It's a great time. The Taurus also identify like being at home. Yeah. Um, maybe with family, if it's your your own creative family or uh, your biological mm. or for yeah. me it's my husband and my dog exactly <laughs> that's your home yeah uh, so this is a great time to spend at home it's also a great time to to like invest in your home so for mm. example <laughs> work on like doing new aesthetics maybe totally recreate things inside your home Ooh, this sounds so nice yes. i love redecorating yes what i used too. to do whenever i like in high school or whenever i stopped doing this whenever i got married but i used to whenever i needed a fresh change yeah. i would just change and this, suddenly in the middle of the night, I would change all my furniture and just completely reorganize my oh. room. And it felt amazing. I loved doing it. And why did you stop that when you got your husband? Um, I did it once with Brooks when we lived in Brooklyn. Okay. But besides that, we just haven't had the space to, like, my apartment now, there's no way that I can, there's no other room that I can put my bed. Ah, you would change bedrooms. I would, stuff. yeah, I would change where I put my bed. Wow. I would change everything. It was so cool. <laughs> and then you just see your room and you interact with your home space in such a yeah. different way. Yeah. It's very refreshing. Wow. Yeah, highly recommend if you have space to do that. Yeah, yeah. Like for you, maybe you could put your couch the opposite way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we would love to do some change here mm. soon. The girls 
um, the daughters of my partner, yeah. they don't like change. Yeah, it's okay. a worth thing. They need to do. So, they need some change in their life. I think. Well, they have change. Yeah, but they need a. I guess this is just me as a Sag and somebody who is yeah. well acquainted with change. Yeah. Like you gotta go through it and like suffer a little and then appreciate it. Exactly. I think I think now you moved a lot as a child. Yeah, that's what I know. Background story about mm-hmm. you. Um, but that's in general is not that common. And a lot yeah. of children they create like really these love connections to yeah. their surroundings, and it's wow. hard for them to. I to did that, but I they were always ripped away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They ripped away. Yeah, exactly. But you maybe you were also a bit sad about. Oh no! Know, totally. Yeah, yeah, totally. But then, I mean, in hindsight, it's just like I have to be. I have to be happy about it. Yeah. Because there's literally no other. This is what my life yeah. was. But yeah, so maybe some ideas of how you could tour us up your apartment this week. Yeah. Is maybe buy some new decor. Exactly. Even if it's cheap little things like yeah, a little yeah. vase and flowers. Yeah, exactly. That's so nice. Change out some things. It's also a great time for cleaning, for example. <gasps> Update your altar. Now yeah. That was the first Woo-hoo. time when you said that you love that. I was thinking about when Very you choice. recreate your altar. Yeah. yeah. It's so nice. Now it's turning into... Okay, summer. so I... Yeah, it's turning into summer and I've kind of been exchanging some candles that I had to okay. more like bright candles. Oh, it looks so good. Oh, I'm yeah. looking forward to see it. Yeah, you, you gotta see it. I love the little egg ones you had for I know, spring. and the, it's time to go now. Yeah. It's time to Crazy. go, because Beltane's passed. Beltane passed. Yeah. And soon we have the summer. Yeah, we, we have the summer solstice coming up. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so that's Taurus loves staying at home, but also Taurus, we have to remember, ruled by Venus. Venus. Sexy. Sexy, very sexy. Yeah. Um, I think the Venus part is especially the part of the aesthetic and materials that Taurus really likes. So that's also why, as you said, like it's a good time to buy new things for your place that you live Mm -hmm. in. Also, great time to buy new things for yourself. Hmm. And you will really enjoy it. You'll find more enjoyment with it. Um, So it's it's kind of, um, yeah, more time to lean back and give yourself some love be a little mm. bit materialistic Ooh, yeah. during this time it's okay nice um and then also lean into romance oh yeah mm-hmm. this sounds amazing like okay it's time that our sweaters and like our winter clothes are starting to go away i recently went shopping and i'm i don't do that ever anymore no and i went shopping and i bought three dresses and i felt so amazing yeah exactly and it's it just yeah what it can do. it's so amazing and it's not like i don't need a bunch of clothes but it just felt nice to just yeah. buy myself a new dress for the summer yeah. so yeah maybe that's something that you can do yeah. freshen up like put your old clothes away bring out the summer clothes yeah for sure what mm. I also like, so the Taurus is a fixed sign, so it's mm. not very flexible. But like in in time of partnership, for example, this is very partnership for yeah. for, for good, mm. you know. So maybe this is also a great time if you lean into romance. Yeah. If you are not in an existing relationship, to lean into fight more long term um, mm. relationships, yeah. or if like a summer romance. Mm. Ah, yeah exactly so nice. but then maybe it lasts for a longer summer. time right yeah uh, or as uh, 
we are both in an existing relationship, but to do something to spice up the romance or mm. to uh, yeah. to do something nice for the relationship. And yeah, I love, we need to do that. Yeah, and last time we had this. Um, yeah. Sacred relationships. Sacred relationships. So if you haven't listened to that yet, yeah, I think it was such a good talk we had about mm. our relationship, and I love to lean into that yeah. love that mm. partnership can do. Yeah, I want to do a little. Brooks and I, we're fine. I would just we need a little like, I want to go on a little trip or something. Yeah, just so, a little bigger. Yeah, for you guys. Yeah, because literally all we do is deal with our dog. We yeah. were playing with him yesterday, or laying in bed with him, and we were like, all of our time is spent staring at him, and <laughs> Brooks gets so mad when he tries to kiss me, Pierre comes and tries to, like... Kiss both of yeah. you. Yeah. And he's like, I just want her alone. <laughs> so it might be nice to go away uh, yes. <laughs> for a couple of days. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, some alone time. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. You deserve that, for sure. And uh, now to our topic. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you want to present? Okay. So today we're going to talk about star seeds. And I just started learning about this, but you know, you read a book about this? Uh, I have heard mainly podcasts I'm not, okay. yeah, about uh, star seeds. Okay, so we're going to, we're learning together about this. And this is definitely a more informational episode or a segment because this is less emotional. Well, there's emotional uh, parts of it, but we're going to be learning about what a star seed is and the different types of star seeds. Mm. So, um, and the gist is that star seeds are old old souls that reincarnate from other planets. So they come from planets that are like well well advanced or like way more advanced than yeah. we are at Earth. And they come to planet Earth generally, like the good ones are, because I've heard that there are some like negative star seeds. Yeah, I heard that too. Ooh. Yeah. But we're gonna talk about the positive star seeds today. Mm. But the positive star seeds come from these advanced civilizations outside, like in different universes and different planets, and they come to Earth to help and to teach us and yeah. to help us evolve. Oh, so interesting. So cool. It makes me re- like really connect to magic. Yeah. That's why I've been so fascinated about mm. the star seed. I'm I'm so into aliens. Mm. Like, I like uh yeah. I'm so into aliens, and I this just helps me. I love to connect the dots between us and different planets and different, um, like communities and civilizations yeah. out there. And this is such a cool way to think that like souls that are incarnate here on Earth are not only souls that come from Earth. No, exactly. So interesting. I love that and. I watched a very good documentary um, where, as you know, you said, like, connecting the dots. Yeah. And I think it's called The Last uh, Apocalypse or something like that. Oh. Um, but it also really proves uh, how aliens have um, been on Earth or how we have oh. been communicating. Was with it on the... Netflix? Yes, it's on Netflix. Ooh, I'm going to watch it. So many signs that is, like, thousands of thousands of years old. Yeah. Um, of um, buildings being found again uh, and now they have the technology to see how far yeah. it reaches wow yeah. so cool yeah maybe we'll do an we'll do an alien i don't know how aliens and spirituality 
coincide, but we I'm oh, sure we can find a link. <laughs> for sure it does. Yeah, yeah. But back to star seeds. I guess this is the link that we have now. Mm. So you might be wondering, what's a star seed, and am I a star seed? And here are ten signs that you might be a star seed. Mm. So first is a feeling of not belonging. You just don't feel like you belong in on Earth. You don't feel like you belong in your family and in like in your body. Yeah. I know there's a lot of discomfort. I guess this is the second one, is discomfort in the body. You just don't feel connected mm. to your humanly body. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so much like to the physical body, it belongs so much pain and yeah, yeah it can be and like um yeah. Dis- yeah, discomfort. Discomfort, yeah, yeah, like a meat suit. Yeah, I don't oh, know right. what aliens else have been yeah. wearing in their planet, you know. So true. Another thing is feeling like an outsider. So, like in your family, you might feel like the black sheep. In your friend mm. groups, you may feel like you don't belong. And, and I heard actually that in the family, they can look genetically different <gasps> yeah. yeah it looks like so if you're like in your family or one of your siblings just doesn't look like anyone yeah. and that might be a sign emilia oh. she has red hair have you thought about that yeah i think she's a palladian but I will <gasps> oh my goodness we will talk about that when we reach that. but doesn't thomas kind of have he has blonde hair that's kind of yeah he has no red, red hair no oh nothing red in that family and the other and one is And his Mexican. mom is not. Yeah, his mom's not. No, no, she has dark hair, or wow. like, um, yeah, like liver. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, the fourth one is fast energy shifts. So your energy just fluctuates and moves, and maybe you change a lot. Mm. Do you have anything else to add to that? Yes, I I think um, that they naturally just can could change uh, energy very fast. Uh, I think there's there's also time before you realize that you're a starseed and then yeah. after you realize you're a starseed. And I think after you realize that you're a starseed, then you can use this power much mm. better. So this change of energy is feels yeah. much more natural for you uh, rather than mm. before you might not know how to, yeah. to work with that it. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. And the fifth one is memories from other planets. This would be so cool. Yeah. I would did, love did it. Did you ever have one? No. Or uh, other environment or something? When you've been in meditation or trance or, um, or mushrooms, magic mushrooms? I don't think so. I'm trying to, because I'm trying to do some like past life yeah. situation. I'm trying to learn about oh. that. And so, yeah, but I'm not there yet. No. Yeah. Um, next is looking at the sky. Like if you find yourself looking out into the heavens, thinking about it, maybe you're super into astrology or something, really into space, this could be a sign that you're a star seed. Yeah. And the next one, the seventh one, is that you are a highly sensitive person. You're very emotional. You're also very em- empathetic and compassionate. You can feel the feelings of others. And you're overall just... A sensitive being and the eighth sign of being a star seed is a sense of purpose like you feel like you know why you're on earth and you mm. have you feel like you have direction in your life and where you're supposed to be going mm. and next is you feel like an old soul since 
The star seeds come from different planets that are way more evolved. They've had so much more time than Earth has. And so star seeds are older souls and they can carry a lot of wisdom and insight and just feel like, I don't know, more whole maybe mm. or yeah, more wise, I guess mm. this makes sense. And the tenth sign that you might be a star seed is that you feel like you're a lifelong student. Mm. So even though you're an old soul and carry a lot of wisdom, you're still here and learning and you love to dive into topics and like go head first into them. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Wise people wanna be even more right. They're not finished learning. Mm, so true. Yeah, I like that. So tell us about types of star seeds. Now this is a lot. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> so there's the first one, which is the most common, or that there are most of here on mm -hmm. planet Earth, and it's the uh, Palladians. Yeah, um, comes from one of the stars from the Seven Sister, the constellation. And actually, I heard that usually they have uh, have very Nordic look, okay. and look. Uh, yeah, many of them have red hair. Oh. And that's why I think uh, Emilia is one oh, of them. Oh, mm -hmm. interesting. And uh, they also, they carry, of course, a lot of this wisdom. They are coming from very advanced civilization. And they come here to planet Earth to help with, with healing and also with uh, technology, some of them. Mm. Um, but especially healing. And then they carry very, very uh, feminine energy, mm. very, which can come out very soft yeah. energy do you feel like you know anyone that might could fit into this Ooh. um i don't know yeah it's hard to say it's right hard away. to say um, but it's just like you know with with for someone with amelia i always felt there was uh, something yeah. there you know and see yeah. some somehow had uh, different things was very mm -hmm. empath very sensitive being uh, compared to other people in her age right mm. um, and that was why I found yeah. it very interesting but maybe you can connect to some of the other ones and when any of you are listening to the podcast uh, it's also great to try to every time I say this uh, the name of one of the star seeds to try to not only listen but also feel how does it feel when yeah. you mention these because maybe that can also be a sign that mm. you're somehow connected to that's it. a good point yeah so there's the Arcturians from the Arcturus the brightest star in the boots constellation oh. if you know that and you always will find these there's two different types there's like the kind of the architect yeah. So it's the builder who build and create things in like a more physical matter mm -hmm. and very into leadership and very planner. So I th see them in more like the um, uh, cooperative yeah. world, um, but like very balanced, good leaders, mm -hmm. very good, healthy leaders. And then I see the second one is the spiritual teachers. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so another kind of leader, but yeah. you typically find find Arcturians in more leadership positions. So yeah. if you find these leaders that have like this very healthy approach, yeah. want to serve everyone, um, but more like a low ego approach, mm. but become leaders, which is not so typical. Yeah, it's not. No, not even in the spiritual world. I yeah, feel like. it's agreed. 
there's a lot. I feel like okay, they maybe kill their ego, yeah, but they build up a new ego, yeah, which is like the spiritual ego, yeah, of them feeling somehow like a more advanced, yeah, being. Um, totally agree. Yeah, exactly. And then this is the one that I love. The next one here is the Syrians. Mm. And they, these, uh, they are from Sirius A and Sirius B. And these are the brightest staff from planet Earth. And these are the ones they mentioned in the, in the last uh, apocalypse. <laughs> no, ap- 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 apocalypse. <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. In the Netflix documentary. Oh. So all the buildings is um, because this is like thousands and thousands of years ago. Yeah. So when they turn back to this year, they see that these buildings are made in all all the same, all over the world, in direction exactly wow. towards Sirius A. Oh. So Sirius A had a huge impact, and people think, or this man thinks, have a theory of it was the Syrians, or people from Sirius A, yeah. um, that helped building many of the pyramids oh, and many of these, these guys. Uh, buildings. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so it's super interesting. I believe in that. Do I've, you think that? Oh, so much. Because they're, the, the pyramids are just so perfect. They're so perfect. And you know, the pyramids in Egypt are not even the most amazing pyramids. There are pyramids in Bali which is so oh. much more huge and older and and they found um in older t- yeah, yeah really? older 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 um and um they found so much in turkey and uh, not pyramids but in other shapes yeah. but still they're pointing towards series a wow and <clears throat> then they have found in turkey they have found these underground worlds which are huge and they are built like many of thousands of years before. Oh, I know Jesus. about these. Yeah. Yes, it's insane. And people said that at that time when they these was built, um, people were uh, like hookah uh, booga people, like oh, <laughs> stone. <laughs> uh. Oh my god! But they built like the most complex <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. How is that possible? That's so you funny. <laughs> so I think you know we we think that we are like the most advanced yeah. human being and they only been stupid before us right um but what if there was some advanced beings and this mm. civilization have died yeah and now uh, then we build i want to watch this documentary history. so bad because i've not seen it what i want to watch this documentary yes, so bad yes, maybe yes. i'll do it this weekend you should um it, it's very good he's also a bit crazy the guy but oh it's okay that's what you expect when you watch yeah it is unfortunately <laughs> But these Syrians are like the ultimate peacekeepers. So they are like very gentle, like guardian energy, mm-hmm. uh, like a bit an angelic energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is the Andromedans, um, which comes from the um, Andromeda galaxy. Um, and these are very heart-centered pe- beings, super loving, also bring peace and love. But they're slightly different than Syrians because they have like a very, very high inner child energy. Oh. And I know, so so they come like from 12 dimensional vibration. So for them, it's very hard to yeah. be here on planet Earth. And they can come out to be very, 
Yeah, it's just very hard for them to fit in. And mm. I know a girl that I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. That's so cool. I don't want to mention name. Yeah. Do I know her? Yeah, maybe. Oh my gosh, we'll talk about it after. I think you met her, yeah. <laughs> and for her, she's so positive and she's mm. so child energy. Yeah. Um, and I know her tension is only good, but she cannot find herself. Like, mm. she's been trying for ages to, like, she just want to live out of, like, her passion and her spiritual gifts. But yeah. um, it's so hard for her to be okay with this world we live in, you know, yeah. that to aim after money and to mm-hmm. toxic people and all this is always coming against her and that yeah. all the time destroys her and she has to go backwards every time. Mm. So I really see the challenges of being an a dominance. Yeah. Must be very hard. Um and then last but not least <laughs> is the Atlanteans and the Lemurians. And did you you know about Atlantis, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So they used to live in the Atlantic Ocean, and the Lemurians used to live in the Pacific Ocean. So these are law civilizations. So yeah. there's no more star seeds from yeah from right, these right, civilizations. Right. But I mean, this is kind of getting off topic. But I have heard that there are many people that have said that they remember their past lives in. Atlantis. Exactly. It's so cool. So cool, yeah. And uh, this and this is how I think like Jane Fonda or someone super famous Who? like that. Jane Fonda, she's an American actress. I don't know. You can fact check me. Oh. I don't know if it's her, but it's someone like her. Wow. Yeah. Who oh. has who has been someone fa- some famous celebrity in the states was like I'm from Atlantis. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And this is uh, so these are the people so you might have been there mm-hmm. in you know in your past past life. Oh, but they're not coming back. Like they're not coming back. New new Atlanteans aren't coming back. No. Yeah, because exactly. it's lost. Yeah, yeah, they're lost. Uh, but you might still have lived there. And from uh, oh, bless you. Thank you. From <laughs> from going back uh, into this um, um, past life mm-hmm. that you might have had there can be like you can. If you really go into it, you can get a lot of knowledge from that mm. time. Uh, so if any of you have meditated and have um, discovered something look like Atlantis yeah. or the Lemurian, <gasps> so cool. yeah, then you can gain a lot of knowledge from that. And so they, so basically what happened um, that this uh, Netflix documentary also explained mm-hmm. about Atlantis um, so they they had a lot of powers and these powers got abused and that was why uh, they got punished and that was uh, why the, these um, civilization mm-hmm. got destroyed um, and came underwater mm-hmm. uh, yes and that was all five that we wanted to present do you feel like you're a starseed? um I do have a little bit of emotional feeling to it, but it's not for me so strong. Yeah. What about you? I wanted to, but I know that I just know in my heart and soul that it's not who I am. No. But it would be so cool. And I know there are people that are starseeds and really identify with this, but for me, it's just not. Should we read one of our, our letters from, so one of our, one of the women in our communities 
we reached out and we were like, does anyone feel like they're a star seed? And she came back and wrote us the most beautiful message about her relationship to it. Mm. And this is, this is it. I'll read it. It's kind of long, so bear with, <laughs> bear with us. Okay. I'm not one for labels, but I remember when Rebecca Campbell's Starseed Oracle deck first found me a few years ago, and, the st- and a stream of tears that flowed down my face when I read the introduction. For so long, I really didn't understand why I felt so heavy and disconnected from myself, others, and the world around me. I tried fitting in with people in groups who couldn't fully see and appreciate my light, so unconsciously I dimmed it, trying to fit myself into a society and a life that didn't fit me. When I began to explore the realm of spirituality, I found a home. Understanding ourselves beyond this human body and our reasons for being here deeply resonates in my heart. I begin to live in devotion to my soul's purpose, and this thread is what I led and this thread is what led me to eventually being guided to leave my seven year relationship, career in clinical counseling, home in Southern California, and all external sources of security to follow the call of my heart to move to Barcelona and create a life I truly love. For starseeds, I believe we're here to forge our own paths, guided by the spiritual wisdom channeled through our hearts in order to see a seed of light on this earth, embodying fully our unique expression of love. We raise the frequency of the planet by remembering our true essence and grounding our soul's signature here. Learning to be in the world, but not of it, in Rebecca Campbell's words, and having the courage and strength to follow the whispers of our deepest truth of infinite potentiality and abundance over the loud voices of ego, limitation, and separateness that seem to rule this dimension is a journey. As a human with a strong mind, this path has brought me to my knees and has also revealed a beauty and grace that is indescribable with words. It continues to be a practice of surrender and trust as we rise, spiraling through life, reflecting and expanding the love we connect to in each other. I feel the imperative I feel the imperative now is to evolve together, stepping more deeply into our soul's missions to uplift our own hearts and thus the entire physical reality of which we are a part to venture bravely brightly and uniquely to co-create a heaven on earth that our human braids can't comprehend but our starseed souls are simply home in abundant love katie oh that's so nice that's so beautiful so beautiful and i i truly believe that many people when they are not awakened and they are not aware that they are a starseed uh, it can be very frustrating, especially yeah. as a child, if you really feel like an outsider and you don't mm-hmm. feel like you fit in, your meat suit is uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you don't understand why yeah. you are with this family, you know, um, and then breaking free from that and finding out that, you know, you have heavenly powers. Yeah. Um, must be a big... And a heavenly thing. purpose, right? A heavenly purpose also, yeah. Mm. Wow, so amazing. Oh, I would love to know if anyone listening to this relates to this, because yes. I think it's so beautiful. Yes, please let us know. And also, like, if you feel somehow connected to any of these uh, different star seats, uh, it's very important that um, because you can use this, this power, uh, and it, it's a great way for you to also connect with your star seat mm. family. Um, and because when you do that, you can receive lots of, of guidance. And it, it's great if you like set a clear intention, and intention mm-hmm. is set good with 
with mantra, that's just one way, but it can be done in many other ways, where you repeat and say, I intend to connect with my starseed family and accept their help. Mm. And just repeat that, repeat that while you're in a meditative state. And uh, then just sit in meditation, um, sit very quietly uh, and open up, just be receptive mm-hmm. for information. And then write, write journaling. Um, when you do that, you become magnetic for more information. Yeah. So it's a great way if you want to discover more mm-hmm. and if you feel anyhow connected to any of these stasis that mm. we have been going through. So cool. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I think it's so beautiful. And I wish I was a star seed, but well, I I guess I I think it it would be a really interesting and special journey to be a star seed. Mm. But I just don't think I am one. Maybe you're not awakened yet. Oh. Maybe not. With your star seed. <laughs> Maybe I'm some other type of soul. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I guess this concludes this episode, right? Yes, I think so, too. I can't stop thinking about this new moon. Yeah. I'm so excited. Gonna be very excited. Yeah. Hope everyone, positive energy. Yeah, I hope everyone buys themselves a new outfit yeah. and new things for the home. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just set your intention. I got this. I need to burn this uh, honey, oh, yes. honey light candle. Honey light candle. <laughs> candle light. wax candle. <laughs> Beeswax candle? That's what it is. Uh-huh. But you, it looks like it's in a mold. So that's why it, that's why the shapes are there. But it yeah. seems it's real beeswax, though. Oh, uh, yeah? It looks like it. I mean, and, like, I think so. And it should... Um, yeah, it, it should. It's very good for setting intention. Ooh. So it magnifies. Interesting. I don't know what I'm going to do. What am I going to manifest? Oh. I have been manifesting. I think I said this recently. And the... Full moon episode. I was like, to be honest, I really haven't been manifesting. I need it because I needed a break. Yeah. Yeah, you said that. I remember. Yeah. And it's fine. If you don't want to manifest, just don't. Yeah, exactly. Your manifesting is not no manifesting. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nice to give a little break. Yeah, exactly. I think so too. Mm. Cool. Well, good luck. And yeah, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.